Welcome to The Practice with Lisa Fott, a podcast promoting well-being in all things. Last week on the podcast, I discussed what I believe to be the secret to well-being, which means I also believe it to be the secret to life, because a good sense of well-being is important to a good life. This week, a lovely lady asked if I could offer more explanation to an idea from the podcast that has been presenting a struggle for her in understanding. Of course, I would be happy to help her by offering an explanation that I hope will be more understandable for everyone. I spoke last week about watching birds in my yard and realizing that they appeared to be enjoying and playing in their freedom. As I watched these joyous birds, I realized that birds were created to be free and focus on the joy of their freedom. I think all of nature is created to be free and focus on the joy of its freedom, but birds demonstrate their freedom and well-being so well and for everyone to witness. We are also a part of nature, and we were created to experience our freedom and well-being. We soar joyously like the birds when we recognize that we have the power to feel good. We have the power to create our well-being. We have the power to choose to feel good. We have the power to look for what feels good. That is our true freedom. We are free and have the power to choose our life based on our desire to feel good. We have the choice and the power, if we will accept it, to choose our freedom and feel good, but so often we don't accept it. We have the option to choose, based not on the circumstances of our external environment, but based on the understanding of our internal environment. We have the option to live powerfully when we choose to live our life based on our understanding of our internal environment. That is what I spoke about last week on the podcast, and this is where I lost her. I lost her with this idea that what is going on around me doesn't influence what is going on inside me. In my example from last week's podcast, when I stopped and gave my attention to the birds, I stopped giving my attention to the things that were bothering me. I started feeling better appreciating the birds and their beauty. It was not the birds and their antics, my external environment, that was helping me to feel better. It was the focusing away from my troubles and focusing into my appreciation and enjoyment of watching the birds, my internal environment, that was helping me to feel better. I have learned to channel my focus onto some subject, a neutral or positive subject, to draw my attention away from my thoughts that don't feel good and don't promote my well-being. Some of the thoughts that I practice focusing away from are the things that bother me from my past and some are occasionally from my present. In the example I gave of the time that I was living away from my family and friends, very often I was bringing things from my past into my present and reliving them. It never goes well for me when I do this because I bring myself back into the moment of the pain or powerlessness that I felt the first time I experienced the past. This is just as painful as the first time it is experienced because our brain does not realize it's a memory. Our brain thinks it's happening now, and we experience the pain as if it was happening now. 
in effect, it is happening now. Every time I experience the past again with a memory that is not life-giving, I am reliving it all over again. I have trained myself over time to recognize where my thoughts are headed and lead them down a different path. Also, when I think of a good memory, a joyful memory, I am experiencing that memory again for the first time. And so that is one thing that I can choose to focus on. In my example with the birds, I applied this principle when I said, when I sit in nature and appreciate the beauty and lessons it offers me, I feel in tune with my creator. I am reminded of the awesome power of that creation. The vastness of creation is always adapting and thriving. I realize I have the same ability to adapt and thrive. By focusing my thoughts away from things that bother me, I choose to adapt and thrive like the birds. I choose to live in freedom. I choose to promote my well-being. I realize that I must adapt my internal environment in the direction of thriving, independent of my external environment for the promotion of my well-being. What if my external environment has things in it that are influencing me? Maybe I have unexpected bills, or a layoff from work, or a flat tire on my car in rush hour traffic. Yes, I must deal with these things in my external environment. However, how I choose to focus my attention and deal with them in my internal environment is my choice. I can choose to get my internal environment out of whack by focusing on the bills, the job, and the tire, and the difficulties associated to them or not. I can choose to get my internal environment out of whack by practicing negative self-talk, or I can choose not to do those things. Even if it's bad, I don't have to talk to myself about how bad it is and keep giving the bad my attention and empower the bad to grow to monster proportions. I can be mindful about what kind of patterns that I can fall into if I give the bad lip service and attention, and I can choose to say something that helps me feel better instead of something that makes me feel worse. That is what I mean when I say we have the option to choose based not on the circumstances of our external environment, but based on the understanding of our internal environment. I understand how my emotions and my mind work. I understand that choosing what I think about and how I talk to myself helps me feel good, helps me experience freedom and thrive while promoting my, promoting my well-being. It helps me soar joyously like the birds. I offered her this simple explanation. My internal environment equals my thoughts, which I have slowly learned to manage. My external environment equals everything outside myself, which only has the ability to affect me as much as I allow it to do so. Think of Gandhi in prison. Gandhi couldn't be imprisoned because in his mind he was three, 
free. In his mind, he was free. He was thriving and living his well-being. Even in prison, Gandhi was joyously living his freedom. I hope you will choose to join me on the journey of promoting well-being in all things by actively choosing how you feel and what you give your attention to in life. And if it seems hard at times, think of Gandhi and how he chose to live his freedom by creating his powerful internal environment despite his external environment in prison. Namaste. Thank you for listening to The Practice with Lisa Fott, a podcast promoting well-being in all things. Please consider sharing this podcast with your family and friends if you found it helpful or entertaining.